Hey, Friday, November 29th. Yeah. 2019. Episode 350. <laughs> That's terrible. Episode 350. Oh my, 350 episodes. <sighs> yeah, you said it. 29 degrees here in upstate New York. Feels like 21 degrees Fahrenheit. Highs are going to be about 32. Winds are out of the north, 9 miles per hour. Got that just a little bit of dusting of snow. Enough to where if you're out driving or something here in upstate New York, slow down because that's when it's black ice. And black ice is the worst. It doesn't matter if you have four-wheel drive, all-wheel drive, or even the best tires. Uh, black ice. Scary when you hit it. If you've never driven in it, if you're over on the West Coast and don't know what I'm talking about, it's terrible. It's The only thing I can liken it to is when I was over on the West Coast in my three-month stint in rehab, when it rains in Southern California, which there's a song that says, it never rains. It does. And when I was there, it rained some. And uh, it's like their drainage on the roads isn't, like prepared for it or something like that and so the roads you can hydroplane real quick and so hydroplaning black ice it's almost that same feeling where you just lose control of your car and panic and but yeah when it rains there in southern california too it's like people do no offense if you're listening in southern california i really enjoyed it there but slow down when it's raining you guys don't slow down period Get off your phones when you're driving. Everybody get off your phones when you're driving. That was a new experience for me to be on that many lanes of highway. And uh, I wasn't driving. But, uh, oh, man, it was a scary situation. Sometimes nail-biting. And then just my recent trip to Atlanta, Georgia, my first time like driving in five or seven-lane highways or whatever it was. And just, oh, nail-biting. Nail-biting to me. Speaking of biting my nails, this is I know, so off topic, disgusting thing. But I, when I got sober four years ago, when I was in rehab, one of the things I quit doing was biting my nails as well. Isn't that weird? I talked about that before on a podcast, not about nail biting, but that came up because I was on a podcast a couple years ago when I started podcasting um, by the name of Medicine Remixed. And I, I love that podcast still. Those guys are doctors out in New York City and um, one's Rish he's a orthopedic surgeon and um, yeah and it's just and the other doctor is a uh, psychiatrist but I had said something about stopping biting my nails and they tied it in I could have just bet who knows like a nervous habit but I don't do that anymore so even though I said it was a nail biting situation there was no more nail biting how did it go from, man, my, my podcast is strange, isn't it? Speaking of strange, I was going to put a podcast out Monday morning, but I'm still feeling, I just feel strange. I'm having some, just some mental health struggles as well as like some physical things. If I'll show you, know, I've had like the stomach thing that's been going on. My belly's like halfway better. I don't know. It's just kind of overdid it yesterday, probably for Thanksgiving. We'll talk a little bit about Thanksgiving today. Even though Thanksgiving was yesterday, just I was over at the fact site and I found 15 interesting facts about Thanksgiving that I thought was neat. So about the belly, but I I had an upcoming appointment and to see my therapist 
And like a couple hours before my appointment, it they called me and canceled it. You know, it's weird. If I had an appointment and I called a couple hours before my appointment canceled, I get charged like $25. <laughs> but okay, well, whatever. So I didn't get to see him, which kind of stinks. So I'm still just kind of struggling and trud- trudging along and doing my best. And Monday morning came and uh, I got up and started writing down like my show notes and stuff and went to my quote. And the quote, I liked it, and I wrote it down. And then when I got ready to do the show, all this stuff happens to me sometimes, all these self-doubts and weird things. And I went to read the quote, and I'm reading it, and I just couldn't even believe it myself or follow through with it. So I'm like, how can I even share this with you guys if it's something that I don't really believe or feel right now? And now that I, yeah, I talked earlier about not drinking anymore, and now that I don't, I don't, I'm so thankful I don't. Oh, I'm so happy about that, but I don't self-medicate anymore, you know? And so when I have all these struggles back, and if I was still drinking, I just would be getting drunk or whatever to try to hide or mask whatever it is of these things that are going on in my, my brain and these chemical imbalances. I'd just be overdoing it in excess with chemicals. You know, they were my friend for years. And um, so it's just kind of whatever. So I... It's a fresh start today, episode 350, and just want to move forward. Wow, it's already, my producer's looking at me, it's already, we're already five minutes into this. Usually I like just say good morning, hello, and then we jump right into our quote and all that, and we, well, just feel comfortable talking to you guys. Stick around, we will be back, and we will start with our quote and then other stuff and things right here on We Live on a Planet. Welcome back. Welcome back to episode 350 of We Live on a Planet. Thank you, Anchor, for allowing me to be doing this. It's great. So here's here's the quote I have for this morning. It is our choices that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. J.K. Rowling. It's true. It is our choices that show what we truly are far more than our abilities. You can have the greatest abilities. You can be a rocket scientist, but if you're making terrible choices in your life, it doesn't matter what your abilities are. It just doesn't matter. It's all about the choices that we um, we, we do. I talked about medicine mix, medicine remix just a minute ago. Is Rish and D. I remembered Rish, uh, D's name right after I was done recording D. He's, but man, yeah, go check out Medicine Remixed. A good podcast. So are you curious? I was telling you how Monday I already had my quote out. Do you want a double dose of quotes? So here's the quote that I wrote down for Monday because I had that. my I j- Since I started my show notes and I didn't finish or continue with the show, I, have, I had that lone quote sitting here, lonely, waiting to be read, that I couldn't follow through with Monday. And uh, I, would, I don't know if any of you out there are curious and you said, hey, you had a quote. And what, what was that quote that you said you couldn't really believe them? This is what it was. In any situation, the best thing you can do is the right thing. The next best thing you can do is the wrong thing. The worst thing you can do is nothing. Teddy Roosevelt said that. 26th president, by the way. But um, yeah, I just felt like I knew the best thing I could do was 
the right thing of like do the podcast. The next best thing I could do was the wrong thing, which was probably not do the podcast. And the worst thing was to do nothing. And I just couldn't do anything. And so I was like, I'm doing the worst thing. And I just, oh, it was terrible. So we're out here though. We're struggling along and not struggling, moving along, trudging along is what I should say every day and just kind of learning from life. And I am trying to live every day and every minute the best I can instead of, instead of like lamenting in the past, which a lot of us do and stuff and the mistakes we make or the choices that we do. Like JK Rowling said, the choices that we make sometimes there's no do over. So, so we just have to try to move forward. It's black Friday here in America too, man. (laughs) <laughs> seven this was what the news i heard this morning i was having a cup of coffee seven and a half billion dollars just today alone is expected to be spent by consumers seven and a half billion guess how much the whole like holiday season around like 730 ish billion with a b yeah Holy cow. Holy moly donut shop. That's a lot of cheddar. That's a lot of prizes. I uh, woke up this morning too and while I was looking at the news and before I came out to talk to you guys and have my coffee, checking out on my um, social media stuff and everything. And I went on Twitter and I see the anchor had shared a a post on Twitter and they used my voice on their Twitter thing and on Instagram, on their Instagram stories. I was so thankful for that. That was really neat. And just uh, yesterday at Thanksgiving with my family, how it was fun and everything. Um, my niece's husband and I were talking and Dustin had asked me, he's like, Hey, how, you know, how did it, you know, start for you, you know, and how were you able to, you know, he's been listening to the show, which thank you. But he, he, he was kind of like asking, I was like, well, I kind of got lucky and I was able to be featured by anchor and they had me on their homepage on the app. And so when you opened up the homepage, you could see we live on a planet right there. And so that, that was got me some exposure. And then I was also a guest on uh, medicine remix, which I talked about earlier. And they were noticed by Gary Vanderchuk and other big influencers and anchor, really um, enjoyed um, Medicine Remix's podcast. And so I was on that and everything. So it just kind of happened, you know, and I got lucky and fortunate to have my voice be heard all over the world. Speaking of, you know, I just got um, an email the other day for my Apple podcast charts. And hello, Luxembourg. How are you guys? It's good to have you here. And Luxembourg right now has me in their personal journal section. And I'm not tooting my horn. I'm just excited about it. I just wanted to share it with you guys to be like, wow, isn't this groovy? You know, because Anchor allows me to just podcast through my phone and talk to you guys. And it just, boom, goes out to countries like Luxembourg. And But in the personal journal section, I'm ranked number third in the society and culture section of the apple podcast number 10 in luxembourg and overall podcasts in luxembourg number 60 so i was like wow groovy one time in cambodia i was ranked number one hong kong sadly i'm out i'm sorry hong kong i must i hope it wasn't something i said 
I'm not on the charts on Hong Kong anymore. But at least they got to hear me, Hong Kong did. So that's just groovy to me. I just, I'm thankful for that. I really, really am thankful. All right, stick around. We'll be right back. I got more ramblings. We'll be back. Hey, I'm glad you're back. So uh, if you are interested in hearing what Anchor shared of my voice, head on over to Twitter and um, check out Anchor's Twitter feed. It's pretty neat. And then their Instagram. I'm writing their Instagram stories too. So thank you once again. I just It makes me feel good. Sometimes, though, it's weird to me when I was talking to um, Dustin the other day and he was like, oh, I feel, you know, I've, I haven't missed enough, so I'm all caught up. And where were you Monday? And you know, I was wondering if you were sick and all that because I talk about everything, you know. And he's like, I, I, I feel like I know your whole life story. And I'm like, yeah. All of a sudden that hits you. You're like, dang, I have in these 350 episodes just really been open and transparent. And that's hard to do as humans a lot of time. We live in that society, Facebook society or whatever, or as my nephew does, uh, Damon called it boomers. I'm a, <laughs> they make fun of Facebook, him and my niece, Georgia too. They, we talking about social media and all kinds of stuff yesterday with my family and those guys. And I was talking to the kids about how, uh, Instagram might be removing like likes. So you, you can see your likes, but your followers can't see how many likes to kind of like cut down on competition or whatever because everybody and I said something about Facebook and I said to the kids like oh you guys don't even use Facebook anymore they're like no not really they're like oh, one of my friends use it we call Facebook people who use it boomers <laughs> I just uh, I'm Gen X so can you four more months and I'm gonna be 50 I used to think 50 was like almost dead I really did. I'm like, holy cow, 50, 50. And I'm still playing Xbox One. That's fun. Me, speaking of Xbox One, I just got my ass kicked not too long ago by my wife in Madden. She's good at Madden. And we hadn't played Madden in forever. And I got a, a Madden 2018 or something used um, at GameStop the other day and for like nine bucks. Uh, brand new games are like 60 bucks or so. So I waited a little bit and. But unfortunately, I, I I love I love uh, the Bills. Go Bills! They're nine and three. They're like number two in the AFC East. It goes to Patriots, Bills, then Jets, and then the Fins are in last. Sorry, Uncle Kevin, if you're listening. I know you love the Fins, but I'm a Bills fan, and the Bills and the Fins are big rivals. But back to being a Bills fan and playing Madden, um, my wife will play as the Bills, and. Uh, I'll play as whatever random team because I don't have any other favorite team. Like if I'm watching football and if it's not the Bills playing, whatever team is that underdog that season or whatever team is usually always losing, that's the team I root for root for because I just root for the underdog. Being a Bills fan my whole life, I have to. But um, in Madden 18, we have it's not having Josh Allen as the quarterback. And Josh Allen's on fire. That kid is good. He's only or second year in the NFL and he's – He's doing so good. I'm a big fan of the wide receiver, Cole Beasley, too. He's good. Not to mention Frank Gore. I wish Frank Gore was a Bill longer. This is the first season of him as a a Buffalo Bill. He's number three all-time rushing yards. Right up there with people like Walter Payton and stuff. That's amazing. 
Amazing, amazing stuff. So, yeah, but my wife kicked my butt on Madden. And then I all I kept thinking about was I had to get back on the sticks to kind of rekindle. You know, I'm like, I got to I gotta try to win. So the next game I, I won, and we're back and forth. So it's fun. We're uh, having a good time playing that. It keeps us together. We're together anyways. We've been for, for so long. But it's fun to play, you know, as a couple and do things. And Speaking of the couple and doing things, we just recently started watching, or watched it all. We binged it. They're, they're only like 32-minute episodes or 40-minute episodes of The Mandalorian. Good stuff on Disney Plus. Really good. I really enjoyed it. It just really had that Western feel to me, which I like Westerns anyways, but that, that was good. Check out The Mandalorian. All right. Let's, man, I'm rambling a lot in this show, huh? I think I kind of got a boost from seeing my family. I was a little overwhelmed though because it gets loud and I know my family and I know everybody, but being in a real in crowds now and loud situation, I just start getting like like um overstimulated or something. And now it's kind of got me all boosted up. So um yeah, let's dust off some information and put a couple wrinkles on our brain instead of my me just rambling. We'll learn some things. I'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. I'm glad you're here. All right, I am over at thefactsite.com. Thefactsite.com, if you're listening, we should like collaborate and uh, not start a podcast because I already have a podcast. This is 350 episodes, but come on over. (laughs) And um, well, I already read your stuff. Here, over here, but it'd be fun. I don't know to collaborate or something with the fact site, and if they were to notice, and then all of a sudden promote it, people would be like, "I want to listen to this podcast." And we live on a planet where he randomly just bleh, and then also I learn things, like fifteen interesting Thanksgiving facts that you should know. I don't know if you should, but it's kind of obviously it's the best food holiday of the year. We all know the popular story of the pilgrims having a feast with Native Americans and. But there's so much more to that, like presidents who didn't support it. Really? Yeah. And how much turkey we eat. So let's find out a couple of facts. Hope I don't bore you. I think it was interesting. Number one was Thanksgiving started before Plymouth Rock. Most people are under the impression that the origins of Thanksgiving comes from, you know, Native Americans during the pilgrims and the feasts in 1620. In fact... A lot of people dispute the real origins of Thanksgiving. The National Park Service says that in 1565, the Spanish founded a settlement called St. Augustine. They celebrated by having a meal, which they invited the native Silo tribe. It is gathered that the Spanish had pork stew, garbanzo beans, and sea biscuits and red wine. All that sounds good, except for I don't know what sea biscuits are. Or red wine. I don't drink that anymore. But It's possible, they say, that the Siloy tribe also contributed turkey, venison, and maize. Corn, you know. You know, you know what's weird? Okay, number two. Thomas Jefferson was against Thanksgiving. Yeah, Jefferson was. It's not that Thomas Jefferson had a vendetta against thankfulness. Instead, he saw the holiday as Blurred lines. You see, Thomas Jefferson was a firm believer in the separation of church and state. And supporting Thanksgiving meant state-sponsored religion. 
In fact, he went so far as to say that he thought making Thanksgiving a national holiday was a ridiculous proposition. Thanksgiving didn't become a national holiday until Lincoln made it one after the tragedy of the Civil War. The pilgrims never called themselves pilgrims, is number three. The term pilgrim was around until the 1800s. At that time, pilgrims called themselves separates. separates. The word pilgrim literally means a person who journeys to a sacred place for religious reasons. Meanwhile, a separatist is a group, essentially a minority group, who separate themselves from a larger belief system. Number four, Thanksgiving is celebrated outside the U.S. So if you are listening from another place, such as Luxembourg, well, Luxembourg, I don't think you celebrate Thanksgiving. Maybe you do. I'm sure there's a lot of things you're thankful for. But one Thanksgiving is typically thought to be an American holiday. It's actually celebrated in a few other places as well. America's northern neighbor, my my neighbors, Canada, is so close to me. They they do celebrate Thanksgiving. The main difference between the two holidays is the fact that Canada celebrates their Thanksgiving over a month early. Yeah, since Canada's winters set in an earlier earlier than it does in the United States, they celebrate the start of harvest. They celebrate Thanksgiving on the second Monday of October. Other countries that celebrate Thanksgiving are Grenada, which celebrates uh, on October 25th, although the background is unrelated. Hmm. Similarly, Liberia, Philippines, St. Lucia, and the Netherlands celebrate a version of Thanksgiving. Many of the pilgrims who migrated to Plymouth Rock were from Leiden, Netherlands. They celebrate the hospitality that the Dutch pilgrims received. Okay, number five, are you getting bored? No, I hope not. Number five was a day of Thanksgiving meant not eating. Hmm. Thanksgiving holiday is mostly based on the pilgrim of the Mayflower having a feast with the Native Americans at Plymouth Rock. However, days of fasting and Thanksgiving were common before that. Religious practice usually entailed fasting and praying as a way to give thanks. This way was, or excuse me, this was what the settlers had initially planned on doing, was fasting for three days to celebrate their first harvest. That changed when they were joined by the Wampanoag Indians who turned their fast into a three-day feast. Hmm. I love feasting. I, I feasted yesterday. <laughs> There's a tradition of pardoning of turkeys. Yeah, we all know that. Well, Lincoln was president. This is when it started. This is crazy. A turkey was going to be killed for Thanksgiving dinner. His son was upset and begged Lincoln to let the turkey live. Abraham Lincoln agreed, and this story started a, a, <laughs> a tradition that has been continued on. Now, every Thanksgiving day, one lucky turkey is selected to be pardoned by the president, which is then sent to a farm to live out its days. Some of the turkeys even get better treatment than others. In 2005 and 2009, the pardoned turkeys were sent to Disneyland and Disney World to be the grand marshal in their Thanksgiving parades. They were the lucky ones because we eat a lot of turkey. The official day of Thanksgiving has moved around. When Lincoln made Thanksgiving a holiday, it was on the last Thursday of each November as we celebrate it now. However, in 1939, President Roosevelt moved it to the third Thursday of November. He thought 
moving it up would allow for an extra week of shopping for the holiday season. Well, we talked about shopping earlier. If they put even extra weeks in, it would be even more money. However, the citizens were not a fan of the change, so it was official, officially and legally changed back to the last Thursday of the month in 1942. That's weird. I just yesterday at Thanksgiving, uh, one of my family members had said something about it's Thanksgiving always. It was my brother-in-law, Jason. He's like, is Thanksgiving always on the... And somebody's like, no, it's the third. And then my mother-in-law's like, no, it's the fourth. So my mother-in-law was right on what it was, but it's interesting that it wasn't until 1942 that it changed. This is what a lot, uh, some call it, actually. Number eight was some call it a day of mourning. There's a counter-protest to Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving called the National Day of Mourning. Since 1970, the United Native Americans of New England organize a protest to bring recognition to the suffering of their people. The United Native American of New England is the U-A-I-N-E, is the acronym. More specifically, it is a recognition of the Perquot War, P-E-Q-U-O-T War, in which colonists attacked and killed 700 Perquot Indians. Any who were capped any who were captured, hundreds were, which were sold into slavery into the West Indies. Oh, that's so sad. One of the leaders of the UAINE has stated that they will only stop protesting when the merchants of Plymouth are no longer making millions of dollars of, off the blood of our slaughtered ancestors. Wow. Um, the Mary Had a Little Am author helped make Thanksgiving a holiday. Yeah, the famous children's lullaby, you know, that Mary had, yeah, that one, <laughs> was written and edited by Sarah Josephine Hale. She wrote to the president in office for 17 years in order to sway them to make it an official holiday. 17 years. As the founder of the American Ladies Magazine, Sarah had been promoting women's rights far before suffrage started. She used this platform to publish articles and letters to persuade recognition of Thanksgiving. Sarah believed that the holiday would help to unite the North and South states during the tension and division. One week, one week after she sent one of her letters in 1863, Lincoln was the president to finally hear her out, and he wrote a proclamation of Thanksgiving, which officially made it a national holiday. Oh, I thought this one was interesting because I grew up in this era, the era of TV dinners. And when I was a kid growing up, TV dinners were in those foil TV dinner things. And you had the foil top and they were just, uh, I don't know, sometimes I thought they were a treat when I was a little kid. I you know, wanted a TV dinner. But TV dinners were born from thank a Thanksgiving accident in 1953. I wonder if this guy lost his job or gained success. An employee of Swanson accidentally made a mass order of Thanksgiving turkeys. To be exact, it was, <laughs> oh, this poor guy, 260 tons. Yeah, that's a mass order. <laughs> In order to get rid of them all, a salesman drew from how airplane food is served and thought of an idea to package a full meal on aluminum trays to be sold. The idea was approved and 5,000 trays were willed with turkey, gravy, and peas, and sweet potatoes. They were sold for a whopping 98 cents, and they were a hit 
Yeah, like I said, they were fun to eat. There was something about them. Since then, TV dinners have become a normal staple of dinners for people on the go, in a rush, or on a budget. All because one employee ordered too much turkey. Not everyone chooses turkey as their main dish, though. Of course, turkey is a popular main dish in total. Americans consume about 46 million turkeys each Thanksgiving. But of all the states... I was surprised, but California eats the most turkey. On average, uh, Thanksgiving turkey weighs 15 pounds, making it the perfect bird to feed everybody. Hmm. Uh, the original Macy's Thanksgiving Parade didn't have any balloons. They almost didn't fly this year. It was like an hour set before the parade. They were released the green light to fly this year. But back uh, in 1924, a lot's changed and grown. Since then, in uh, 1928, the parade was the first to have massive balloons, and it hasn't stopped since. Number 13, pumpkin pie isn't the the pie of choice for Thanksgiving. It is for me. That's my favorite is pumpkin pie. But dessert, obviously, is a big part of Thanksgiving. Seeing as pumpkins are a big part of a fall harvest, you would think pumpkin pie would be the national favorite, right? But surprisingly, 20% of Americans opt for apple pie over anything else, making it the favorite pie. In second place is strawberry pie at 19%, just barely running up to apple pie. So apples 20, strawberry, in my life, I have maybe ate one sliver of strawberry pie, but I'm pretty sure it was strawberry rhubarb, never just strictly strawberry pie. I've never had that. Then finally, we come to pumpkin pie, which ranks at number 16, or 16 plus, uh, 16% taking place of the third pie. Mm. Although, even though it's in third place, about 50 million people still uh, eat pumpkin pie every year. Okay, we're, we're wrapping up. Don't fall asleep <laughs> about these facts of Thanksgiving. Jingle Bells, yeah, was supposed to be a Thanksgiving song, really. It's an odd fact because we don't really have any Thanksgiving songs these days. Ah, I, Adam Sandler. I can think of that right now, the turkey song. That's all I can think of now. Uh, published way back in 1857, though, it was written by James Lord Pierpoint to commemorate Thanksgiving. The town where he composed the song, Melford, had very popular sl- sleigh races, hence the one-horse-open-sleigh portion of the lyrics. What's even crazier is that it was meant to be a drinking song. (laughs) Medford also had a huge industry for rum-making. Some of the song lyrics are associated with the intention that it's something you sing while you've been drinking and taking about an evening that happened while you were drunk. The next time Jingle Bells comes on, you're definitely going to hear it in a different perspective. You really will now. Ah, now I can't. Turkey for me and a turkey for you. I like to eat turkey in a big brown show. Okay. I do not have a problem. Yes, I do have a problem. I couldn't get the Adam Sandler song out of my head. I'm sorry. Okay, lastly, the average person eats 4,500 calories at their Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, that's why you feel bloated probably today. Alrighty, stick around. We'll be right back. 
capo capo chi è la capo capo che co hey patrick happy thanksgiving to you pde life in alaska um i'm actually uh off site right now but i have a way to to do some recordings which i really have a time to do to actually freestyle and i really appreciate you uh you know, posting that last one, and I do, and now I have to be honest, I haven't listened to your to your station in a little bit, and I'm going to catch up, and I'll do a uh, custom freestyle, but I want to just do like a sharing open, kind of an open mic, open mic night freestyle for my brother Patrick, who survived all odds over there at Sleepy Town, uh, over there in New York, just amazing, so cool, man, the influence you're doing around the world man for real happy thanksgiving it's in alaska it's your time it's it's definitely thanksgiving so happy thanksgiving we're about 21 minutes out here in alaska time Yeah, what's up, Patrick, man? Uh, this isn't my beats. This is Versus Beats on YouTube. I gotta give them a shout-out, but I'm a freestyle flow to it. What? What? We keep it so fluid, man. Podcasting since the Inca days. Freestyle, freestyle was the man that you was thinking of, brain. I'm talking about on the flow. Slang Smith with the radio, radio man. Inca poem, man, he hit number two. Shout-out to Maddie Moe and you and your crew. That's how we do it with the Inca 2.0. I'm on the flow, by the way, when 3.0 changed. Freestyle dipped out. He went on to under the under the ground. It's all good, man. We gotta still freestyle. Shout out to my brother Patrick. Put y'all in the pile. Yo, worldwide podcasting at its best. Uh. Patrick. Hello. You've got a friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Maria. Hello. Okay, so I'm not sure. I don't think you ever call into Abe Martinez's show. Each week on that Sing Song Saturday tradition, there is a theme. And this week, the theme is flow. But help me out here. I can't think of a song. The only thong, thong, the only song I can think of is Nirvana, Even Flow. Oh, what am I going to do? Hmm, Got to do a little homework. I may get something really dorky out of the can. We'll see. <laughs> Somebody's going to want to flush it down the can. <laughs> Happy Friday, Patrick. I know it's late. You probably won't even listen to this till next week. Welcome back, my friends. Wow, this has been a long show. One of my longers. Usually I about 25 minutes or so. I think this one's going to be a little bit longer. Thank you. Long one for the 350th episode. Thank you for reaching out to me, PDE, Life in Alaska, and my friend Maria Humphreys from the from Alaska to the West Coast. Awesome to hear from you. And PDE, Life in Alaska, my little sleepy town of Oswego, you're right. And happy Thanksgiving to you as well. And I loved your free style flow and 
all the throwback from Anchor version 2.0 to 3 and how much it's changed and the old name, Slang Smith Radio. Yeah, and Aunt Capone, you're right. Maddie Moe. Maddie Moe's still going, I believe. Slang Smith, too. It's fun, isn't it? And thanks, PDE. I appreciate you taking time and just flowing and sharing your voice here on the show. And my friend Maria, too. My West Coast vibe. She's so fun. You're so fun, Maria. You make me smile. <laughs> just the way, yeah. I don't know. And, you know, uh, Abe Martinez, AM Radio. I have called into his show, but I have not called in for his sing song Saturday. I should. And sing the thong song? No, not the thong song. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing. Even Flow. You've got thinking about the flow. Even Flow. Actually, not to be that guy in the room that like corrects people, but just a friendly thing. Even Flow is uh, Pearl Jam. And uh, I was thinking Nirvana when he's, as soon as you said Even Flow, I thought Nirvana too. And then I was like, wait a minute, isn't that Pearl Jam? I think Even Flow is the first time I ever heard Pearl Jam because I was like, who is this guy climbing? I'm watching the video and watching Eddie Vedder climb like this part of this stadium that he's in, or like a theater, like a old school theater or whatever, and does like a backstage dive into this crowd. And he's really high up. And I'm like, who is this guy? So yeah, even flow. Thanks, Maria. You're fun. Check out Maria's Strong Body, Strong Soul podcast and PDE Life in Alaska's podcast. You can find them anywhere podcasts can be found. If you want to be a part of me, or part of me, part of me, you can be a part of the show. Correction. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can be a part of the show, and I'd love to have you be a part of the show. If you're using the Anchor app, you can do exactly what PDE Life in Alaska and Maria just did. They use the Anchor app. But if you are not listening through the Anchor app, such as Spotify, who just bought Anchor, or Apple Podcast, Breaker, or any of the other fine podcast providers that we live on a planet can be found on, you can still be a part of the show. Head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. Real simple. There's a little phone button. Hit that, and it goes right to my voice message, and you can... Leave me a voice message. It would be awesome. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for sticking with me for these 350 episodes. It's been a lot of fun, and we'll keep going. I am not doing this day in history today. I just did the facts. We had a lot of information just thrown at you all at once, and we'll learn some history next time on the show. Hope you will join me then. Take care, my friends. Peace.